I used to work at a grocery store and I had a manager named Nate. Now, Nate was older than me. I was probably about 23 and he was in his mid 50s. But we had a pretty great working relationship. I remember this one time, like we got this company wide memo about (laughs) 10 or less items in, you know, this check stand. So we get this company wide memo and we're all told that we have to adhere to this 10 items or less rule and they were really cracking down on it. And so I had a customer come through my line with like a heaping cart full of groceries and I'm like, I'm sorry, it's 10 items or less. And she threw a fit because I told her she had more than 10 items. She insisted that I call the manager because she wanted to like lodge a complaint against me, a formal complaint. So I call the K. Uh, right? I know. This was like pre-K, but still a K. <laughs> so <laughs> so I call the manager and Nate arrives and like the customer claimed that I embarrassed her. And he was like, you embarrassed yourself. And he walked away. <laughs> so like <laughs> if you've ever worked with the public or customer service, like you know how great it is to have a supportive boss. The value of a boss that doesn't think the customer is always right is amazing. And it would be a shame if something ever happened to somebody like that. (laughs) Wouldn't it, though? So I finish my shift and I say bye to Nate and I'm like, okay, I'll see you tomorrow. And he actually told me that he was off that day and he was going to go boar hunting up at Lake Sonoma. Now, I think you've actually been up to Lake Sonoma, but if, if you don't know the history... Lake Sonoma is a man-made lake, and it's kind of said to have some bad juju because it was built by flooding a town. So when the water's low, you can see the treetops and you can like make out old houses and stuff, and it's super creepy. So it's 100% haunted. 100%. I mean, there is like, I personally won't go there because I know three people who died up there. I'm glad you're telling me these stories after I have actually attempted to wakeboard on Lake Sonoma to no success. You remember I wouldn't go with you, and this is the reason why. Gotcha. Um, so anyway, Nate is going to go up there, and he's going to go hunting at this place, and he's going to go wild boar hunting. And the thing about wild boars is that they're super mean, and they're super tough. And as a matter of fact, feral boars have been known to like attack people without provocation There have been like five fatal attacks. And this was something that I wasn't aware of until recently, but wild pigs can run up to 30 miles an hour. Oh, they're terrifying. And I mean, a lot of hunters will bring an extra sidearm specifically for boars because they need like a handgun that can be, you know, easily waved around in, in wooded areas and stuff so they can defend themselves. And even that is hardly ever useful because like, apparently their skulls are so thick and angled in a way that most shots will like their skull will act like a helmet. I seriously have heard that. I've heard that even like their hide is so tough that... and this. Even that is tough to get through. And then, like you said, their skulls will just, like, the bullets will ricochet off of them. So Nate and his three friends are going to go up to Lake Sonoma. They're going to go boar hunting. And I know my boss, and he's, like, really looking forward to this. So they get up there, and, like, everything's perfect. The weather's great. And they're up at Lake Sonoma. They locate some boar, and they're going after them. And, like, I'm telling you this as someone who's never been hunting, so I don't know, like, if the way I'm describing it is right. But apparently there were some wild boar that were, like, you know, jamming through the forest. And these guys are following them, which after this discussion we just had about wild boar is very scary to me. <laughs> like, I'd I mean, be going the other way. 
to be behind them than in front of them. Yeah, they, that's true. They were behind them, but I wouldn't be going the same way they were. Fair. So <laughs> they locate the boar. They're going after him. And Nate, like after a while, can't really keep up. And he's like out of breath. But the boar doesn't care. And the boar keeps heading in the other direction. But Nate doesn't want the guys to like miss out. So he's like, you go ahead. I'll just catch my breath. And then I'll catch up with you guys. But it turns out that like Nate doesn't catch his breath. He keeps getting more and more out of breath. And he's more winded. He starts to get dizzy. He starts to like seriously start sweating a lot. And he said that then he got this like tunnel vision and blackness was just closing in on him. And he tried to call out for his friends, but he can't do it. He's like too weak and he stumbles back and he falls against a tree and he's so this is literally a script of a nightmare by the way oh god i'm I sorry tried to talk and i couldn't i tried to walk <laughs> and i couldn't i tried to see and my vision was closing around me for real so he like he like stumbles against this tree and he's leaning against it and he's so weak that his legs are kind of wobbly and he slides down the tree he can't even stand anymore and he he starts to think like oh my god i think i'm having a heart attack like alone in the woods so he's in pain, he's sweating, he's dizzy, he's weak, and he realizes, like, he realizes that he is going to die under this tree. And he's sitting oh there, God. and he's just, like, he's just, like, fading. And his tunnel vision is closing in, and, like, the white dot is getting smaller. And then he just, like, hears something in the brush, and he looks up as best he can, and it's, it's a wild boar. And it's in his eyesight because he's down on the ground. And so they're like staring at each other. And this boar is... And it's not, it's not Timon or Pumbaa, whichever the, boar, whichever the boar is. It's not going to sing him a song. It's going to gut him. Okay. <laughs> so this boar is like 30 miles away. And Nate like looks into the eye. How many, how many miles? Like, th- yeah, you wish. 30 yards. Yards. Okay. Yeah. And so Nate like looks into the eye of this beast and it grunts at him, puts its head down and charges. And this thing is fast. Like the gap is closing. It's 25 yards away just within an instant. And this kind of like shocks Nate into action. And now the boar's like 20 yards away. And Nate fumbles and reaches for his gun that he dropped when he was having a heart attack and he doesn't really know where it is but he reaches around and somehow finds it and now the boar's like 15 yards away and he aims and the boar's like bearing down and it's 10 yards away and he fires and the boar drops in front of him and the adrenaline rush from the boar charging somehow like shocked him back to life oh my god yeah so this boar like we discussed earlier I don't know how he shot the boar and killed him with one shot head on. Like, I, I we just discussed how their skull is like a helmet. So he shoots this boar. It's dead in front of him, basically on his lap. And Nate gets up and he finds his friends and they load up the boar <laughs> and he goes to the hospital. <laughs> And then he's like back to work the next week and he tells us all this story. And the crazy thing is that I hadn't seen Nate in like probably 20 years, 
but I ran into him while we were grocery shopping, P.S. at a competitor's store (laughs) just a few years ago. And he had recently just had heart surgery. He had like a quadruple bypass or something crazy. And we reminisced about the boar story. Listen, I kill me. Nobody else kills (laughs) me. Right? I'm going to eat butter until I die. (laughs) Once that boar interrupted my death plans, I figured I might as well go all out. It's like a second chance after that. Like you're just... You, you're just on borrowed time. And like, I have, I have never heard of that before, but it makes sense. Like a, an adrenaline shock seems like it could interrupt a heart attack. Absolutely. I mean, isn't that, it could, I, I uh, right. We're both not doctors. It could, it could it be the very similar to like the paddles. I mean, the paddles are, are electro right. starting your heart, but I mean, you can, someone's dying and you literally inject them with adrenaline. I mean, that's one of the ways to like overcome a drug overdose is you literally just get injected with adrenaline and that's supposed to, you know, kick your body into a different yeah, gear. Pulp fiction. I'm sure we haven't. There you go. <laughs> right. You just jab that five foot needle into somebody's chest, but I'm sure that our body in certain circumstances of extreme duress and this seems like it would be near the top of the list that we have our own natural way of doing the same exact yeah, thing yeah it's crazy and just to know that he i mean when i saw him at the grocery store he had to be over 70 you know and he still looked great even though he had just had heart surgery he still looked great and he had his faculties about him and we reminisced about our time working together and stuff and and then it just sounds like a crazy made-up story but it it happened to him and i saw it He's still alive because something tried to kill him. Oh, my God. That's the name of this story. (laughs) (laughs) 